You're listening to the Weekly Wind Down. On this week's episode, we talk about Captain Marvel, UC Irvine's big victory, and we do an NHL update. Brian Hello and welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. This is Simon here and alongside me, as always, is Kelso and Brent. Oh, hi! How are you guys doing? Oh, and it was a really solid weekend for me and Kelso. Yeah, why don't we uh, touch great base on... Touch great base, yes. <laughs> Not just base, but touch great base. Great yeah. fat base. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Let's get on. You just get it over with. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the weekend. Brent, what happened on this past weekend that... We kind of mentioned our previous episode that's of epic proportions. Well, you know, we had a little soccer tournament this weekend. Uh, both team, uh, Gambaro, which Simon plays for, and uh, uh, Victoria's Secret, which me and Kelsey were playing for, uh, ended up meeting each other to decide who makes the playoffs. And it was a uh, pretty, uh, oh man, it was one of the funnest games mm-hmm. I've ever had. And uh, I'm really happy that Simon wasn't there because it was so much fun. And... Uh, <laughs> I, I just actually, remember, like, Z- even Zimmer was supposed to leave at, like, halftime. Yeah, and, and he stayed for the yeah, whole game. because he was having so much fun, and uh, it was a really, really good it time. Was yeah, awesome. There was even an orchestra. Yeah, we had uh, of our good friend Graham. Trombones. Oh, was he, did he bring the trombone? He yeah. trombone, yeah. Our, oh, our right. bench was tripping him, saying that, yeah. is that the only song he knows? And <laughs> yeah, and then... Kelsey was almost in tears, because he let Cosme score on Oh, him. yeah, so let's do, like, a play-by-play recap here. Okay, so the game's, like, really intense from the get-go. Um... Gambaro is actually probably controlling a lot of the play. Like, we were on our heels. They they came on, they were peppered us early, but to no avail, they could not score that early. And then yours truly decides to make a judgment call and call for the ball off the boards in our back end. And so the ball is attempting to make its way towards me, and I, in my slow uh, pace, am attempting like a gazelle to run towards the ball. And then out of nowhere, I just feel like this flash of lightning come behind me and is our good buddy cosmetics um comes behind me steals the ball and then bang pops it in the net we're down one nothing and so after that i feel like oh my gosh you know like it just like my gut and everything about it just sank and i'm like if we're gonna lose this game it's gonna be on this goal it's gonna be my fault yeah but what happened next brent well, you know, you get the ball at the top of the point there, and uh, you shoot it as hard as you can, and somehow it found its way into the back of the net, and had a good little celly after that. Oh, so your uh, celly was through the ages, man. Yeah, so uh, it was a real weight off the shoulders getting that goal, and we ended up coming up on top and getting that 5-4. Uh, yeah, it was 5-4. Yeah. It was crazy because yeah. it was one nothing, you guys. And then 1-1, one, one, and then 2-1 on us, and then you guys tied at 2-2. Two, two, and then we got two goals, we're up 4-2, thinking, okay, like, game is in our control now. Like, this is sweet. But then, no, like, right away, you guys stole the momentum right back from us, and it was 4-4. Four, four, and it was, like, <laughs> intense. But one of those goals, your goalie decided to score on himself. Um, it happens, you know. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, he plays for NHL, so he's used to <laughs> picking the ball then, back in his net. It was like the battle of the fans upstairs, upstairs too, because you had the orchestra on one hand, and then I was trying to get our fan base to, to match it, to yeah. riled up. So, like doing the standard raise in my arms to get them all loud and crazy. Honestly, though, like we got spanked in the semifinals the next day, but that that last game, that round robin game, was like 
worth every penny. Oh, it, yeah. was it was so much outstanding. fun. I've probably never had so much fun. I know Simon's probably a little salty that he never got to come to. Yeah, game, sad so. I couldn't make it. But, but you had a good show. Yeah, yeah, tell us about your tell us about your concert. Yeah, it's not too much to say, but it was a uh, we played Mozart's Requiem, which is a well. If you know who Mozart is, and it was a piece by Mozart, and if you know what a requiem is, you probably don't. It's a mass, or it's a or a funeral mass, I guess. And so, it's got all the like traditional parts of the really old school like Catholic mass in it. Anyway, sung, all sung with choir and stuff. So that's a nice piece. Wow. But it's a good concert. It sold well. It always helps to have a big choir there bringing in their family and friends. So that was a good time. And uh, that was I don't know the kind of the extent of the weekend i guess ate up most of it there but i don't know did you guys get up to anything see any movies or anything after that or well you know thinking about the whole movie whole movie thing uh i didn't get a chance to go see any movies recently well never mind that's a lie so i finally saw captain marvel and brent you had saw it you had saw it yes because that's a word you <laughs> I, had, I had seen, seen it. it yeah there you that's go say. you had yeah seen it before and you were gonna yeah. wait until i had saw it yeah to talk about and it. then uh we had that march madness episode and we thought oh, yeah. this was going to be the probably the episode to talk about it and That's i right. guess uh yeah it, it i i don't know like what was your opinion on it i th- i thought it was just a, a an all right like little step into what avengers Endgame's going to be but um yeah go ahead kelson so i thought kind of what you said an all right step i feel like it was a good movie but it was different Mm-hmm. It was, and I think that's what I was trying to do. So props to these guys for taking a different approach into a Marvel movie. It, uh, it definitely, I don't, I don't rank it up there in like one of the top ones, but it's probably around the middle of the pack. Um, it was different, but I feel like, I don't know. It just, it just couldn't grab my attention for very long. Um, but the cast was great. I mean, yeah, Brie Larson, Brie Larson, is, Larson was really as good. Carol Danvers is was really really well, and I'm really looking forward to. I mean, I was I was actually kind of confused because of this because <laughs> like halfway through the movie, it's like I'm like hating these people, and then like now I'm liking these people, yeah, and it's like well, what's going on? But kind of threw you for a loop a little bit. Yeah, it definitely did. You're kind of thinking one side's going to be the villains, and then it becomes another, but. Well, I, I thought all in all, it was like, it, it gave you like a little bit more of a backstory. It kind of also gave you a little bit of wanting to ask more questions than anything, sure. but it, it kind of brought a lot of things. Like it brought a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. in uh, with Ronan and it brought I like that. Of, that was cool. When I recognized Ronan, I was like, oh man, yeah, that's sweet. And the Tesseract was in there, so Tesseract. it brought in... Okay, whatever. That's okay. I just, for, for your nerd card, yeah. I just you might want to say it right. That's okay. This man. one's for you, Mike. Tesseract. There you <laughs> All go. All right. And then that, that brings in Thor. So, you know, it, it brought in a lot of different movies, mm-hmm. and it brought it, a lot of them together. And then, of course, you got to talk about the end credits, because oh, yeah. that first end credit is one oh, yeah. of like the best ones. So, yeah, it just, I don't know. Well, I'm, what I'm, was it? Uh, it just it hypes you up for Endgame kind of thing. You know? mm-hmm. okay. I don't know. I don't oh, want to spoil it for no. anyone because it's still no. in theaters. So but. go see Captain Marvel. Um, last couple things I'll say is for those of you who are trying to trying to compare it because we, we we're humans. We compare things all the time. It's just what we do. Um, it's our human nature. Um, it's to me it kind of compares to like the DC's Wonder Woman, although not as great of a film. No, sorry, everybody who likes Captain Marvel or sorry Captain Marvel as I'm supposed to be. As we are corrected about it, 
Okay. Because you hear in the end, it's like, he's Captain Marvel. But anyway, so yes, Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel. Yeah, it was good. It was it was good, but it wasn't like great. And it was different, which I liked. And I think it's great, though, that you have basically a female predominant cast. And that's like, so you have like girl, like little girls can have big superheroes to look up to. Yeah. And I think that's very important. And I think that's great. Um, but yeah, like, cause you really don't have much from the Marvel no. universe yet. You only really have is black widow mm-hmm. and, and Scarlet she's not, Witch. and her character is Scarlet Witch's character is not really explained very well in like any of the movies. And no. so I would like, I would like there to be something more with her yeah. and even black widow, like black widow is kind of a secondary character, but and I think there, there's, there's a lot of talk that they're going to make her into a main scene, hopefully. like her, give hopefully. her own movie and everything. Um, so. And like, this isn't really spoiling because it's kind of all over the world right now. But rumor has it that Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, is going to be the like the new leader of the like the next phase of yep. the Marvel movies, and so it'll be interesting to see um, what happens. It'll be interesting to see what happens in Endgame. Can't wait. Yeah, it's coming out right away. Yeah, we uh, might even take Sam to that movie. Yeah, we might take him along as long yeah. as he's been good. pumping it up pretty and big. Here. As long as Actually, we're, we kidding. To we're have... not going to take him because he's going to ask questions. Yeah. We'll just make him go by himself. But Popcorn layered with butter. Oh, yeah. I had that too. Yes, you got to have your popcorn layered with butter when you go to the movie theater. For sure. Went to the VIP, which I uh, hadn't been there probably since Landmark had opened, yeah, to be honest I, with you. I don't think I've gone there, I want to say, probably since Infinity War. So It was nice to have an alcoholic, or am I good? Okay. Yes, it was nice to have a beer. I'm going to say it. Yeah. It was nice to have a beer and enjoy a movie, because I haven't had one of those yeah. in a while. Can't have one of those during a, uh, That's right. <laughs> end game, nope. though, because it's about three, and a, three hours. Uh, yeah, apparently it's yeah. like, although they removed, so I heard the runtime was released. Um, it was leaked, but then they removed it. But yeah, it's over three hours long. That's yeah. way too long for a movie. Hey, oh, man. Lord of the Rings, perfect time. Although extended version, like Return of the King is like four hours and 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, that, that was a tough one to get through. Yeah. It was. Um, but yeah, so can't have any, can't even almost have any beverages at all during that movie. Because yeah. uh, just have like an intermission. I don't want it to be another Justice League that happened to me. I had to, <laughs> but an hour in, had to go. But I you have to use a bottle and then open it up. No, <laughs> I just I, I I was George Costanza out of there though, out of that theater as soon as the end of the credits at and the end of the scene. I was like out of there, out of my way, out of my way. <laughs> gotta pee, gotta pee. So, oh boy, it was yeah, needed to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm also checking out this uh, new show on Netflix now that I finished Titans because I've I've been kind of going through a superhero fever right now mm-hmm. and. It kind of popped on my feed a little while ago, and then I was like, this has got to be a joke, right? Like, this is just some satire parody, like, farce. Uh, Black Lightning, it's actually a DC. It's actually a, a comic book, like a DC comic book. Okay. Um, And you know what? I'm enjoying it. I'm actually binging it. Classic Kelsey. Right now. Who would have thought that you'd like a superhero show, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, very, very typical <laughs> me. But it's very cool. It's like this... It almost reminds me of like Hitchcock in a way. Not Ken Hitchcock, one of the greatest coaches to ever coach the Edmonton Oilers. Um, but Hitchcock, if you guys ever seen that the Will Smith, Smith movie, movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of like a retired like superhero, and then he like stuff happens, and he comes back and like doesn't want to like do it again, but like is kind of not really forced to, but like compelled to. And so I, I kind of like those movies that are like those born again yeah. superhero movies. Yeah. 
um, and TV shows. So it's really good so far. I'm just on season two. Um, I think they've announced season three, so I'm looking forward nice. to that. Well, yeah, you know, because DC still got loyalty to Netflix. Yeah. Or Netflix got loyalty to DC, unlike they did with Marvel. Yeah. But um, looking forward to... I got one way to bring Simon into this conversation here. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, so, Simon. You've no, been no, kind no, of no, in, Yeah. Uh, but uh, with my holidays last week, or last pretty much two weeks, um, I like started crushing through The Office. Oh, and I've yeah. done six seasons already. Oh, really? Holy yeah. heck. I'm, I know. I, I, I stopped. I, like, I'll pick it up again, but I'm still on season two, so. Oh, man. You leapfrogged me. Well, I mean, like, you pro- you've already seen it, so you, at least you're, like, yeah. you're kind of Have you there. never seen it all? No, I've never seen oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Brent. I know. A lot of things, like, just escape me, or I just kind of forget about them. Mm-hmm. It's like Titans. I was going to watch Titans, and then I just never did. But, you should like, get man. back to Titans now. Oh, man. Honestly, it. like, I'm really into this, like, office. Well, I finish just, the like, office and then watch Titans. I, I, I just, like, can't even, like, some days. Like, I'll, I'll, like, I sometimes I'll watch it at my parents' house and they can hear me downstairs. I'm like, <laughs> they're like, oh, he's watching the office again, isn't oh, it's he? It's just so good. Uh, just and anything, like, Dwight and Jim pranks and, like, season mm-hmm. one to one to three is just, like, amazing to me. And then mm-hmm. anything after, like, Michael Scott is just the greatest, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just fantastic. It's show. an unreal yeah. show, and I can't wait. I've heard the rumors that they are bringing it back. It's not season. well. Uh, if they do, Michael and Dwight well, Michael and Dwight it. won't be in it, which is too bad. But it's like Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? So for me, Brooklyn Nine Nine is the new office. Yeah, I just I'd be surprised to see it happen because like a good handful of the actors, like especially uh, like Jim or John Krasinski, are in like pretty big name shows now where they can't really probably fit in all to film 20 some episodes of the office or whatever right yeah. so yeah it's almost but. like if they try to bring back like parks and rec there's too many oh, yeah. big names and yeah. stuff my, f- my favorite episode of parks and rec is nick offerman he's in the office and he's a circular desk and he's <laughs> trying to talk to him and <laughs> yeah. he just keeps spinning around <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny yeah he's so good yeah oh man i saw yeah. like a thing that it looked like it wasn't even that old with him and Leslie, whatever her the actor's name is, Leslie Nope. Oh, uh, um, Amy Poehler. Yeah, thank you. Um, they were like out just outside, and they had like a table, and they blindfolded him, oh. and just got him to like identify wood by the smell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that on Alan. He was like, yeah. Well, because he's like a hardcore. I think in the show when he goes in his like workshop, I think that's his like real life. Yeah, wood that, shop. that's also yeah. what I've heard too. Yeah, because I know he has one. He's like a yeah big woodworker. So. But uh-huh. yeah, another another classic show. Yeah. But my sister got me onto a new show last week. I started watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not, but no. it had popped up in my feed a few months ago, and I never checked on, or tried it out. But she just happened to randomly message me, she's like, "If you watch this one, I made uh, Dad watch it when he was down here." And, and yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. It's like about like a a couple who it's set in the 50s and it's like about a couple whose marriage is kind of like falling apart uh, or basically does fall apart and he when they were still together he was kind of like a aspiring comic but he was terrible at it and then like as they were splitting up she kind of discovered she has a knack for it and so it's kind of about her getting into comedy and of course it's like it's set in the 50s and so it's still very like um, I don't know what you call it, like period correct in that, or correct in that, like, you know, oh, women can't be comics and yeah. like, oh, they got to be very proper and this and that, right? Like all the, all the stereotypes and, and sexism and stuff at the time. And so it's like about her kind of breaking outside the, the boundaries of some of that and, and the trouble she gets in and antics and whatever else. But it's pretty funny, actually. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I don't know any of the actors' names other than she's from, um, I've forgotten the character. She, um, 
She was one of the like I think reporters or or, or a wife of a someone in the uh, in House of Cards. I think is where she got her start. But uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. There's two seasons right now, and I think there's more coming hopefully because I'm almost done season two. So nice. Right would, would recommend. I guess, I guess another thing uh, that happened this weekend, you know, some would say it's a miracle. Others would say they called it. But, uh, oh, yeah, you know, uh, oh, yeah, I, I think Kelsey owes us a little bit of an apology for what happened this weekend. So <laughs> our boys at UC yeah. Irvine pulled through big time. Yeah, here is the slow round of a clap. <laughs> clap of, oh, slow. I mean, you're, you're the one who's winning out of this because you get a jersey. That's right. Yeah. Because so. Brent did say that. You know what? Yeah. If you see Irvine somehow pulls it off, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy you a shirt from yeah. them. Fortunately, so I technically win in the end, mm-hmm. so I'm getting a new shirt from UC Irvine. Yeah. We almost had a big disaster there with the bracket there. Duke oh almost lost. Oh, my <laughs> You know what, though? I think they were did that on purpose just to send a statement yeah. to everybody. Yeah. That we can almost lose the game, but yeah. then then the Canadian, Canadian clutch mm-hmm. pulls it off with yeah. that rebound at RJ the end. Barrett. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That it made Canada proud that day, and me. Mm-hmm. He saved my pants. Yeah, we we called a couple of the like small. I don't know. You can't really call it upsets, but just like nine v eight and stuff. Yeah. But but yeah. Other than that, I mean, our brackets and about as rough shape uh, as you might expect. I mean, you know, we're still we're still yeah. looking to get some points. Like yeah. the big I mean, UNC is still in there, and that's yeah. why we have winning. So yeah. that's well, you know, one, but, they're yeah. gonna lose. Yeah. So they're gonna lose out when Duke. Beats UNC. It's just it gonna happen. I guess we'll have to see, but yeah. see what happens. Yeah, I'm probably gonna lose. No, it, it hasn't had like normally in the past. It's been like some pretty clutch shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there's only been really one game that's come down to the wire, other so, than the Duke game. Yeah, but. yeah. And I'm. I mean, I don't think any of us. Really, you watched a couple of games in your office week. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. None of us are like massive basketball. I just fans made a point and, to when you guys were chirping me in the chat mm-hmm. to turn on the games of by of Duke. Yeah, yeah. So I think Cyber was like, "Oh, Duke's looking to lose," and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Oh, then they were up six, and I was like, "Oh no!" Now they're just gonna blow it, blow away with this lead. And then they, then uh, oh man, who were they playing? Oh, they were playing that UCF with that yeah. like yeah. seven foot eight million yeah. Yeah. tall guy. Mm-hmm. And man, that guy is like, you guys see him dunk in that game? It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. it doesn't even seem fair that no. he should be allowed to play basketball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was a really good game. I I was kind of amazed how that one guy just made duke into a three-point shooting team which is the exact mm-hmm. way to beat him so mm-hmm. oh you for know. sure he was crazy yeah. he kept draining those threes and then it was like what well, he's like duke, seven eight he hit no threes man. well whatever you know what i mean <laughs> and it was like well duke duke you gotta figure it out and then big zai big zai williamson yeah he's a freak he's a beast and he's gonna go number one overall he will so yeah. speaking of uh I mean that that was all exciting, but by far the most exciting thing that happened in basketball, which is unfortunately against our team, was was the oh, yeah. the end of the Raptors game the other day. Yeah, I didn't see it, but you, I heard. you haven't seen that. Oh, oh my man. goodness, that was like there's, people are saying it's the best buzzer beater ever in basketball to ever have happened. Nice, yeah. honestly, it, was, it just yeah. seemed like a massive fluke. Yeah, like how like Toronto yeah. deflects the ball, it goes out to half, the guy gets it, turns around, and just shoots. And he's it like and he's like, like falling over, like picking the yeah. ball up off the ground, basically. Yeah, yeah and just fires it. And like, and it was in Toronto, and so the crowd. But you, you could just hear the crowd. Like people had their hands on their heads, but like everyone was just like cheering because it was yeah. like so insane. Yeah, yeah. Was, I, I think at that point you're just yeah. like, if you're Toronto, you're like whatever, it's a loss. But it yeah, like, yeah, it's like what a way to <laughs> you, lose. You can't feel that bad because no, like, yeah. man, that I, is. I saw they've got were, their Raptors got second place lockdown anyway. Exactly, so, yeah. it was a nothing game for yeah. them, so that's I think why it wasn't so big of a deal. But no. yeah, like people were trying to compare it to like <laughs> other ones, and people were like I think this just might be the best buzzer beater ever because it was just it was so far back and just like. 
Yeah, it was insane. And just the guy just silent. Like, imagine that high just silencing the entire stadium, yeah. you know? And that'd be, be something you struggle to find a more ru- bigger rush. But um, what else we got? We got hockey playoffs are coming up here pretty yeah. quick here. Yeah, and I just want to talk quickly oh, before God. we jump into oh, we go again. the NHL. Yeah. Oh, okay. The oh, juniors okay. <laughs> get their start in the WHL in the Western Hockey League, which is part of the CHL in Canada, the mm-hmm. Canadian Hockey League. Um, Thanks for the history lesson. You're welcome. And Saskatoon, the Saskatoon Blades. Um, yes, Saskatoon, home of your Saskatoon Blades. Greatest WHL team to ever exist. Well, just, that's, yeah, that's highly debatable. That's highly but, debatable, yes, yeah. that, that's right. Um, the Blades made the playoffs finally for the first time in like six years. And I think the last two previous visits to the big show, they got swept. Yeah. And, and they finally got their first playoff win the other day. And actually, they're up three games to zero against the Moose Jaw Warriors. Nice. And unfortunately, their round two opponent, if for somehow the Blades don't screw this up royally, you get reverse swept, which has happened before. Um, Their round two opponents will be the Prince Albert Raiders, although hopefully they get reverse swept, but they probably won't because they're up three games to zero as well. I think it's going to be a good series yeah. if that happens. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. on the plus I, side, if they yeah. beat them, they pretty much got the rest of the playoffs unlocked. And yeah. <laughs> I think the boys will have to go check out a match. No, we definitely should. I mm-hmm. I, I, think, you know, me and Kels have tried to go, the, like, obviously we couldn't with soccer and everything yeah. this weekend, but... Yeah, I've had I, stuff on when their last games were here, but yeah, I do want to go, so yeah. we can so line up a I time. think we can definitely do a PA mm-hmm. one. Oh, for sure. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great, and we'll... Maybe we'll report live. Who knows? Probably not. But <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, yeah. So that was just what I wanted to talk. Like the, Max Gerlach, beauty is in a senior year. Unfortunately, uh, he's got four goals already mm-hmm. in three yeah. games, which is pretty good. Um, got your boy Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc's got three points, mm-hmm. um, so he's doing well. Yeah, and he's probably going to go. Uh, he's going to go top ten, maybe yeah. top fifteen mm-hmm. in the draft because his point production per game and his point production did did kind of peter off towards like the back half of the season. Yeah. But he's still a huge center, yeah. which people want. Because I remember that game we went down to Regina and saw, and he's, he's definitely a big guy. I don't know. I, he yeah. kind of seemed to disappear from me for a bit, but yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that's also one. I'm also seeing him only for one game, so I can't yeah. judge him. I that, watched, so. uh, and I watched the last home game of the regular season against the PA Raiders, and Kirby Doc was kind of all over the place and yeah. like in a good way. And so he was skating, making great plays, doing great things that a leader does yeah. even though he's not wearing the C because he's only 18 yeah. um, which is crazy to think that he's going to have potentially two more years to grow in the WHL after he gets drafted that's crazy to think mm-hmm. which yeah. is going to be really cool well to see. you know you don't know if he's going to he could make a team but he could honestly I though I don't see it I don't he, I mean yeah, like what about a team like Montreal that has no centers he could make Montreal right? yeah yeah he could be the next Alex Galchenyuk for sure yeah yeah, he's been Galchenyuk's lighting it up. In well, Suzuki's now. the center, though, isn't he? So they got yeah. they got him coming up. He yeah. might he could but, play next year. But speaking of the uh, NHL, is almost wrapping up this regular season. Uh, a couple of teams are about to go golfing, probably. <laughs> although not necessarily just yet, but probably my beloved Edmonton Oilers are going to go golfing. However, <laughs> there's still a sliver of hope. They'll just lock up that ninth position. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. And then they'll. I know they'll they'll they'll. they'll Oh man, they're not yeah. going to. I don't. I, I think I saw the standards today. It doesn't yeah. even look like they'll get no. tonight. <laughs> you know what? You, they, 
if the teams above them oh, man. only Dude, you lose, have to, you have to give this up. If the teams above them, it's like you're only win on like three more games, girl, they still have a chance. Tank for up. The Oilers still have a chance if the teams above them only win three more games. And yeah, it's like one or two teams that can yeah. only win three more games. Yeah, and you the just, Oilers still have a chance if they win out. But hey, the oh. Oilers had a great, great performance the other night yeah. against the Los Angeles Kings, who have had their number for many, many years. Not only do you get a hat trick from Ryan Nugent Hopkins, but you also get the first career hat trick from the German Gretzky, Leon Dreisaitl. And you get two hat tricks in a game. And that's the first time that anybody in the Edmonton has done it since 1995. Uh, so I saw, I know Brent wanted to touch briefly on the, the incident with... Um um, Bobby oh, Nix, yeah. Bob Nicholson, oh, yeah. Bob Nicholson, uh, owner of the no, he's CEO. Well, CEO, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Daryl Cates is the owner. There you go, CEO. Yeah, and so it was just a comment on on like TSN or something like that, and somebody's like, "Oh, dry sidle hat trick and and news hat trick." Well, if they would have done this six more times this season, <laughs> yeah. we might have made the playoffs. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, you can go ahead if you want to talk about that. Yeah, so I guess they're at a charity event. Maybe in the morning or something. I can't yeah, exactly remember the exact event. story, but it was I a know season he, ticket holder event. Yeah, yeah, for charity, maybe. Yeah. And they're sitting there talking, and Nicholson was talking, and he was talking about how uh, Tobias Reader has no goals. And he's pretty much played like the full year. He must have like sixty games in him or something, mm-hmm. but he has zero goals this year. And he said like if he had converted on a couple more of his breakaways, or if he at least had ten or fifteen goals, that the Edmonton Oilers would be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And Boy, did the fans all around just hate the guy for saying that. And to be honest, it's probably fair, you know. I I, I hate that you throw one player under the bus, and uh, especially after he mentioned that he called uh, Toby Reader and said that, you know, that he, he had acknowledged that it was fine. And then they interviewed Tobias Reader later in the day, and Reader said, well, you know, it's kind of fine, but, you know, you'd never like to be that one player being singled out and everything, and... Just, yeah, just, just honestly, they just they continue to look like such a mess. You know, they're lucky that Ottawa on the same day does the same stupid things <laughs> as them. But yeah, yeah Ottawa's got our, Ottawa's got our backs to be even worse. <sighs> I, I mean, know. we're 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 bad. Yeah, and Ottawa's got our backs though to be even worse. You yeah. know what's gonna be hilarious though, and I'm calling it right now, when the Columbus Blue Jackets do not make the playoffs, and their general manager is gonna be on the hot seat. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I like because they, they, they loaded, they loaded, they loaded up to go yeah. far, not they, just they to make to, the though. playoffs, but to win the Stanley Cup. And if they're not gonna, they're not even gonna make the. But playoffs. I don't know how you can like necessarily blame the GM for it because they had no choice. They had to go for it because they are gonna probably lose. Yeah, because you, you, you can't know? trade Bobrovsky for anything right yeah, now. No, exactly. And then you can't like. Well, you could trade Panarin for yeah, stuff, but, but mm-hmm. it's almost easier to give yeah. up what they gave up yeah. than. But as is like professionalism, like who's gonna be the one to blame? It's gonna be the general manager. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know. And he's gonna be the like, first one to go. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's also made like smart moves. Like he took mm-hmm. Dubois over Puliyarvi and. He's done other really good things. Like, yeah. he's Although really I think Dubois there. over Pooley RV, I don't know. I feel like if the Oilers would have taken Dubois mm-hmm. instead of pool, pool Party. And if you guys are giving me blank stares. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. I was just trying to make a stab at yeah. my own team. <laughs> By the way, I make a stab at my own team. 
I yeah, mean, I mean, Boston's honestly, Columbus has a pretty good shot still. On, I mean, Montreal and Columbus's season hinges on nope. their game on the Columbus weekend here. Columbus is not making the playoffs. Because, I'm well, that right now. Yeah. If, if they beat Montreal, there's a good shot they, they do. They won't. Montreal will win. I don't know. They lost to some pretty bad teams you in know the last what, few times, so. I mean, I mean the, they've also lost to some really good because teams. Because you have to remember, like, like, you have to remember that Montreal, like, if they, if they lose to Columbus. Yes. They then have to play. I think it's like something like it's Winnipeg, Winnipeg Tampa, Tampa Bay, the defending Stanley Cup champions, and Toronto. Like that's there's a probably oh, those are like four easy wins yeah, right there. There's probably like a you know a good chance yeah. that they lose most if not all of those games. Oh, no. Right. So oh no, you yeah. have little faith in no. the man who <laughs> no. will steal the series, who will be the only player to steal the series against. The team that's going to win I'm the Stanley Cup. I'm a realist, though. I'm not you know like what? blind. No, <laughs> my team's going to make. But the you have to think of the glass half full. For once, it in doesn't your matter what I think. Life. Though it doesn't matter what I think. There, it's no impact on whether they make they, the playoffs or not. You have to have faith, my friend, that <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens are going to make the playoffs. And you know what? They might lose out in the first round, but they're going to make the playoffs. Because we all know who's going to lose out in the first round, or at least in Game Seven again as well, and <laughs> yeah. that is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Honestly, the way they're playing right now and the way their goaltending is going, I don't yeah. even know if they'll get to Game Seven. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. That Freddie, Freddie Anderson was saying that he's like bruised and banged up. His own preseason, oh, like, this is worse than other seasons. Sparks is like the worst backup in the league, and it's it's a disaster. And they've, uh, to be honest, though, Gardner and Dermot being out doesn't help the fact that. That defense isn't the greatest to start with, so mm-hmm. I, I I think they'll get around to it eventually. Maybe, hopefully, I can't don't embarrass I'm, themselves against Boston. I'm just looking forward to the playoffs, even though my Oilers will not make it. Although, there's do you have you picked out a chance. playoff team yet? Or yeah, my playoff team is going to be the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Oh, then what's your uh, the second east, round team in the East? In the West, I'm going with. Um, you know what? I'm probably gonna go with Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you're so greasy. And then you'll pick the Caps when Montreal's out, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. That'll be Washington yeah. again. Mm-hmm. I was going to go with the Chicago Blackhawks because they are my playoff team, but they're not going to make, make playoffs no. this year either. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> also, How sweet would that be, though? I'm just saying, just saying, just saying that if it came down to that last game and it was Edmonton versus Calgary and that the Oilers needed to win to make the playoffs and then and they lost. nobody but Connor McDavid they ride the coattails of Connor McDavid over time, and you get and you get Peter Quinn saying, um, "Connor McDavid overtime winner!" Oh my gosh, I'm probably gonna parade in the street if that happens. It won't, but I'm just saying if that happens, yeah, I will parade. More than likely, street. he'll follow that call up with, "Too bad it doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, they've yeah. locked Too up bad they've been eliminated ten yeah. days ago, and the Oilers are uh, played this. Last game. So, yeah, Simon, what's your thoughts the, on uh, the whole course. Pyle Byron uh, concussion having to fight? I don't know. It's kind of, I was just, I know you're talking crappy, and you're saying that. Uh, crappy situation. Yeah. You know, like a backstory for anyone that doesn't know, like, I think it was like three months ago, or maybe it was really early in the season, but like Byron um, was just going in on like the four check and caught him up high on a check and, and like got a three game suspension. And he, Took it. He's like, you know, I think my record speaks for itself. I'm a clean player. Like, I didn't mean to do it. You know, like, I didn't mean to hurt him. And, like, you know, accidents happen. I'll take my suspension. You know, it's fine. And then, and I don't think Weagle was hurt on the play, but I could be wrong. And then, of course, yeah, they play each other again today. And, you know, as is the code in hockey, you know, Weagle looks at him. He's like, you're going to, 
I think, well, he said what he said to him. I think it was like, are you going to make right on your hit or something? And so he dropped the gloves and like three seconds in just gets clocked in the jaw by Weagle and like went down and, and like he, the red linesman was like helping him off and he could not stand up. Like, so he's obviously going to be out with a concussion for a while. And it's just like, I don't know. It was just so frustrating because it's like, there wasn't even like any hit or anything that preempted that. It's just like, you know, and he had, you know, claimed, I mean, I, I get it, you know, it's just, that's just how hockey is. And he didn't have to drop the gloves, but no. you know, you just, you can't help but feel that if he doesn't, there's just going to be, you know, this huge animosity towards him for not owning up or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just the whole thing just kind of seems silly though, you know, especially given all the whole, you know, the damning evidence of, of concussions and hockey and head trauma and stuff. Like you got to feel, I mean, I know we were talking like fighting's way down this year and even over last year and, it's just, you feel like it's going to only be a matter of time before they take that out completely. But Yeah, I, I think now it's almost just, uh, you know, retribution thing. Like, if you did me mm-hmm. wrong, then I'll get you. But, like, mm-hmm. it's no longer what it was in the early 2000s there where you had your, like, boot guards and stuff yeah. like that where they were just purely out there to fight it's a lot more cleaner game and faster yeah. game but well it was and it, that almost makes it more silly because it's like like paul byron's like five foot nine and like 160 pounds like yeah. he's giving up like 50 pounds on we i'm pretty sure right like it's so it, the whole thing just seems kind of silly but i don't know well and like the other thing is too it's like you know what, what regardless of what the players or the fans want like like his agent was saying like you know i don't I, this shouldn't have happened and like you know because yeah. pl- agents and like teams are going to want to protect their assets at some point when there's no more goons left in the league and they're just not going to want them fighting because yeah i was i was listening to tsn right before this and they were saying like i think pat Brisson represents him okay yeah. and uh uh they were saying like that he should have sat there and said to him you mm-hmm. know don't fight whatever and yeah even like you have like Claude Julian go like you don't have to fight right mm-hmm. before the game or something and yeah. at least give him the kind of encouragement that he doesn't have to do it instead of making him have to make that choice and yeah. it's a difficult choice because and who know, knows we're, maybe we're somebody all, did but you know we're all kind of guys and yeah. we we all like try to accept it except for maybe Kelsey who'd <laughs> run away but uh, yeah you know we, I don't know we all just kind of I get no yeah like I yeah I, I get why why it happened and like you know I don't necessarily blame him other than it was like it was his choice but like i get yeah. why he did it because he's you know takes pride in his honor or whatever but like yeah it just seems kind of silly that that you know it just seems like it's a part of the game that's on its way out and it's unfortunate that and like obviously Uyghur didn't want to hurt him like you could see him in the box when they're showing the replay on the 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 jumbotron whenever they showed like the replay of him getting like knocked and coming back up and kind of wobbling he was like oh geez like that you know you could just tell he was like shocked about about having him go down like that so yeah. you know i you know I, i'm sure he doesn't feel great about it either but you know maybe someone on the team said oh well yeah you know make sure you poly answers for that hit or you know it's, yeah. i don't know it's kind of a crap situation but i don't know maybe we'll have to do a hockey special on head trauma someday or something you know what because i'm some very fascinated about that actually yeah. about like the Derek boot guards and like the mm-hmm. um other famous hockey players who have uh passed on from cte yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot. Concussive more traumatic encephalopathy. Wow, I did it. Is that right? I said a word. Nice. Yeah. I certainly didn't know the last word. So <laughs> for sure. But I think this might be a good place to uh, wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Just want to say thank you very much to all your dedicated fans who keep listening to us week in, week out and listening to us ramble on about nothing sometimes. We appreciate you, we love you, and we hope you keep coming back. And to all you new listeners, hopefully you're finding a new home here at the Weekly Wind Down. And please always make sure to remember to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Oh, that always do three times for good measures just in case you unsubscribe accidentally. And please follow us on the Twitter, like us on the Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. And now, it is my turn for the bad joke of the week. What is the least spoken language in the world? Sign language. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. Yeah. Classic. Nice work. Thanks. Uh.